Okay, welcome everyone to another episode of Mastermind Talk. Uh, here we interview inspiring people who shares their knowledge to inspire you and give tips as a CEO and entrepreneur on your path to greatness. And today's topic is how to take your business to the next level. And we have the honor to have uh, Matthias Bönemark as our guest today. And uh, Matthias is, a, is the CEO of uh, Keep Sweden, who supports leaders and companies to change their view of what is possible. He is the partner and board member at Achilles Invest, who invests in companies for an operational role for future growth and is a strategic partner to the network Friends of Executives. Matthias is known for being an inspirational and business-oriented leader with, who challenge his clients to succeed. So Matthias, it's an honor to have you here. We have a little history. It's fun yes, we do. It's fun to mention. <laughs> it's it's, it's uh, 27, eight years ago. Yeah. Something that something I was now. a young sales rep <laughs> and you were there as uh, a representative and trainer for Dale Carnegie. Yeah. And uh, I, you, I, it was my first sales training. Uh, uh, and uh, it was a great, great uh, uh, introduction to, to sales and, you know, to take it to the next level. So it was, uh, it was a really good course. Yeah, you you were you were a young sales rep, and I I, I hope I was a young sales trainer uh, back back <laughs> then. No, it was uh, it's it's fun, and yeah. I mean we we cross we cross have crossroads since then. Yeah. Uh, in different paths, and uh, now you're doing some tremendous work with with the network Drivkraft as we trying to sponsor in our way, and, and yeah. the way you're working with with uh, supporting leaders and 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 challenging leaders in your way. So. Um, I think we have the mindset uh, the same uh, for the last 25, 30 years. So it's really fun to to meet up with you again, Max. Really yeah. fun, really fun. Thank you. Likewise. So, Matthias, tell everybody a little, about, a little bit about your background and how you come to do what you do. Well, um, as you said, um, my, my background is actually uh, training. And it started out uh, December in uh, 1990. So it's uh, <clears throat> 30 plus years. There was a guy calling me up and he, he needed some help uh, just to get some information meetings uh, working. And I was starting my own company and I said, okay, I can help you for, for three months. And now we've been working together for 30 years. Um, didn't know back then, but um, I really enjoyed working with people. Mm. And he, he, he got the ignition going. And uh, since then, actually, I've been working with uh, different kind of programs, uh, coaching, business coaching, and I always met and had the, the honor to meet people like you and other good leaders around to just get their knowledge and uh, to share that one with the, with the companies and leaders I'm working with. Um, apart from that, I'm um, stuck in sports, uh, been, been playing football and squash and uh, now I have the privilege of actually working with my own daughter, who is one of the best in squash, oh. in not only Sweden but also in Europe. Oh, really? So it's it's always been some kind of um, going back to the mindset and the mentality of yeah. the game of company, the game of working, the game of improving, the game of of people actually. Yeah. So um, yeah, 
And I would like to say also, uh, having the feedback that I'm a bit of a possibility junkie. Yeah. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a positive guy. And uh, I've, I've, had, I've had my struggles during life as many of us. And uh, yeah. just to mention where I learned most was actually 11 years ago when I, when I had leukemia. Yeah. And I had, to, I had to take all the, all the medicine myself of being positive, having clear set targets and actually working with people around me. And the people around me actually helped me. So, yeah, uh, I'm like you said, and I really appreciate the, the, the um, uh, introduction you gave with uh, challenging people to do their, their utmost and the best, mm. because I think there's so much power within us. So that's basically what I'm doing. So yeah. I'm working with my hobby, as many of the good athletes say. Well, that's awesome. That's really great. Yeah, you can really feel your passion. I think that's something that, uh, what I understand, your clients really see in you as well. You're a passionate guy, and and what what you know, what did that drive come from? What what's your what's your? I, yeah, I think, <clears throat> I mean, it's you you could go, um, you could go to the to the cliche way of saying. I mean, it's 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 having fun. It's a passion, and it's good to see when other people grow but i mean there's a there's a really genuine part when you when you're going down down to it and see what are the driving forces of people why do you do what you do yeah and sometimes it's like when you ask me how did i become where i'm working at now and some people say well it was pure luck but i, I don't think so because if you don't like what you're doing then most of us would change what we're doing at jobs some people don't, and they they're getting the victim of it. But most of us would change. So there is a there is a reason for it, and my reason I would say that I've had so many inspiring people around me, going back to when I was 18 years old, and I had uh, I was in the military. I had two two um, reserve officers who was working, and they had so much fun. So I actually asked them, "What are you doing?" And they told me about this school they were taking, told me about the education they were taking. And I was like, I should try that one as well. So, and I did, and I found out even more that I, I want to work with people. So, I, I, I mean, finding the people and having the guts to, what's your, what's your passion, Matt? What's your motivation? Yeah. And just, just finding the ways of doing it yourself. That's, um, so that's how I become who I am. Mm. And also, I mean, I like having fun. Sometimes, yeah, it's like I had a lecture this uh, this Monday, and I told them about it, talking about mindset ten plus zero. And I said, you know what? You don't want to be normal. You want to be unique and use the uniqueness. Yeah. Let's be crazy. Yeah. Uh, people think that it's crazy to stand in a room like this. Mm. Uh, yeah, but why not? Do it. See what happens. And when you have the smile, I mean, that's that's bringing you so much so much wellness to yourself. So, I would say that's that's motivation enough to to find what's what's working for others and do it yourself. That's great. I, I'm I'm a, I'm a strong believer in uh, good role models. I think that that's the the, the number one driving force yeah. for uh, you as a human being and as a company and as a society 
yeah. where we, we look at those who we want to be like and yeah. let that inspire us to see it yeah. in ourselves and to grow. So yeah. I think that's a, a wonderful story. Yeah. Do, do, you have, uh, do you have a sense of mission? Are you on a mission? Um, I, yeah, I, I, think, I think I am on a mission. I, actually, I think that all, all of us are on a, some kind of mission. Um, uh, what I would say have been maybe my, I wouldn't say problem, but my challenge is how should I conceptualize my mission and, and any good word. And then I met a company, again, Role Models, yeah. and they put down the mission actually to, uh, to, change, to change what we see as possible. <clears throat> because if, if we look at what, actually, if I look at what I'm doing, if I'm working with a leader in a company, I mean, they're good at what they're doing. The companies are having good figures and they could be high NPS and engagement and motivation and so on. But still, you could, you could change, you could do more, you could do different, you could do less, you could start doing something just to continuously improve. So I would say to, to change the way we see what's possible uh, and to do that for companies, but actually to do that for, for the persons, for the leaders, but also for the human beings. Mm. I have the privilege of working with some juniors in some sports as well, and I want to change the way they see what's possible for them. So I would say that's my mission. I think that's an awesome mission. I think, you know, I was going to ask you why, why, why your mission is, uh, why that's important, but, you know, uh, it's, it's self-evident. And I think, I think that we, we, we are so cost, we become so customized with, with, the, with the surrounding and the daily work and so forth that we, we, we are not aware that we are, you know, taking out the possibilities and they become like, we, we lose the sight of it. And I think it's more yeah. important now, uh, probably than ever, when, mm -hmm. when changes go fast and, and we need to really be on the edge of uh, mm -hmm. looking out for the steps ahead. Yeah. So, yeah. I, think, I think I think you have a, an awesome mission there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And as everything, I had that one conceptualized from from an inspiring road model who actually yeah. he, he said, you know what? Now we've been working. It's, it's the third time I've been working with him in different companies and in different roles. And so you always keeps changing the view of, of what actually is possible in the function I am. So mm. I was like, yeah, that could be a really good mission for the life. Yeah, could be, could be. Yeah, I noticed you have a little unusual tagline to to keep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit unusual. Would you say? Is it the, the 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 keep one uh, that we we will force you to succeed? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also, that was uh, that was coming from uh, was working with a with a manager of a, of a very huge uh, national company. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, actually, he was asking me to coach him really hard. So, but by the end of the year, he said, you know what? You've been forcing us to do a lot of things. And I was like, oh, I don't want to force people to do things. So we were, we were having a discussion around it and said, don't, don't get me wrong, because you have actually forced us to succeed in many things as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I said, was it, was it forced like you didn't want to do it? No, but it was like, a force for us to succeed. So, okay. So then when we're talking to, to our bureau and, and they, they were working on, they actually showed us that they've been working on a similar tagline mm -hmm. due to that 
keep is working with results mm. and changing the view or what's possible. So they said, you know what, we're going to change the tagline and we're going to do it. So forcing you to succeed. So that's why it came up there. It was pure discussion and pure feedback right. from a customer again. Okay. That's great. Um, yeah. But it's like you said, uh, I have it on, I have it on a t-shirt when I'm training. I mean, forcing you to succeed and they will. So you're going to force me to run as well. Yeah, I might do that. So, so it's forced in a positive way. Yeah, that's forced great. in a positive way. Yeah. Force for good. I mean, yeah, forced for good. Yeah. <laughs> Someone, we, we, I, was, uh, I was over in England. I met a guy who's, um, uh, who's uh, really a fan of, of uh, Star Wars and, and, mm -hmm. and all those. And he said, may the force be with you as well. Yeah, could yeah. be that one as well. Yeah. So, Many meanings for a good for a good cause. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, so it's been a lot of years now uh, that you've been in the field of personal development and, and business development, and you know you've really, really been in there, uh, meeting the clients, meeting the companies, and so forth. And 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 I would like this to to really be about uh, how do we take our business to the next level. So how do we get out of the rut uh, and really see what is possible for our business and take it to the next level? What is the, you know, your expertise of what really makes the change, makes the, you grow? Uh, what are some tips or, or some insights on that road? Yeah, and uh, the, the, I would say the, the boring part of it is it, it's actually there's no news. Because uh, if, if, if you listen to, well, people like me or if you listen to the big gurus around the world, it, it, it's always starting with, you need a clear target. Mm -hmm. I mean, what is it? Where, where do you want to go? Some people have, or companies are struggling with where they are. Mm -hmm. And of course, you need to know that one as well. But I would say that you, you need a clear target on where do you want to go. Mm -hmm. um, and if you, can't, if you can't tell it for the next five, 10 years, there's, a, there's an analogy that if you're sitting in a car and you're driving at night, yeah. you're not driving 200 meters. You're driving and then the light will show you the next and the next. Mm -hmm. So you will continue driving. So, but you need, you need to know that it's, it's that direction. So I would say, first of all, don't, don't underestimate the power of really working with a good, good picture of where you want to go. Uh, if you can't find the numbers or so it doesn't mean you need the monetary values and so, but that's, that's a target. Second of all, um, I mean, the, just look at the thing you're doing with, with the Dreamcraft and everything. I mean, get people involved. Yeah. Uh, there are so many people out there who's passionate uh, about achieving things, doing things, contributing to things, find those, have them in your room. Mm. Um, so when you have the targets, get the get the people involved um and when you have the people involved then the hardest part is coming you need to start doing it you need because too many people are talking about it so that's why i'm getting from the part of it could be boring because everyone says yeah i know i've heard that one we need clear targets and we need the right people uh but still it doesn't work matthias yeah but have you started no, we don't know how to start. Well, it's like it's like buying a gym card. It doesn't work. I mean, you, you need to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. So clear targets, get the people involved, start. And then I would say, have fun, 
do it with passion and engagement. Because if you're not having fun, you will only do it for this amount of time. Yeah. The, the fun part, and I mean, um, I mean, just look, now we're getting into December, you're getting into Christmas, have people smile. Mm. Walk around city with smiles because people are being stressed about everything now. Well, yeah. just give them a smile and people will do the extraordinary things. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's the icing of the cake. The cake is clear targets, involvement, and start doing. The icing of the cake is do it with fun, passion, engagement. Yeah. That's uh, so it's pretty basic, but you need to do it. That's great. I think I, you know when it comes to to goals and targets and so forth. Uh, you know, I have this philosophy, uh, and I think that we are in sort of a transition. I can I can notice in when I'm looking at what people are aiming for. And I think we have been in a, in a period where we have really been an optimization of the companies. You know, really need to be lean, it needs mm -hmm. to be agile, it needs to be, you know, you need to really yeah. be in there, have a slim organization mm -hmm. who produces results in an extraordinary way. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that that's been a cost to that. Yeah. Uh, people are stressed out. Uh, it's really hard to to keep up to that level. It's really hard to to have fun and uh, to have the you know the the great mentality because you have so much obligations and so much on your table. And I think that we are moving into a new era where the kind of targets we have. It's it's uh, of course we're going to have you know the, the the hard targets as well can't yeah. escape from that but i think that mm -hmm. there there is more and more who who see the value is having a sort of an ideal mm -hmm. uh, an ideal situations that we we want to move up to mm -hmm. where everything is functioning really well we mm -hmm. are feeling great the customers mm -hmm. are really happy we are we are delivering results on this five star level mm -hmm. and that means we are doing this and this and this and this so it becomes more like everybody gets involved as a part of the the goal it, it's the goal is that everybody is involved uh yeah. and, and 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 that's aligning with the results have, have you noticed you know you you who are out there a lot have you noticed <laughs> that kind of mentality or that kind of thinking uh the short answer is yes um and i would i would also add that i mean when you see that's working that people are pitching in because of their passion, because of their engagement, because of their fun, and more people are doing it, then by the end of the day, they are creating better results. Exactly. So if you're just looking at the Excel sheet of top line, bottom line, and so on, efficiency, yeah. I mean, the best way to see if we're going to work with the top line is, so what kind of activi activities and what kind of people do we need to get involved to reach? Because if you just put the top line on an Excel sheet, that doesn't work. Yeah. So we, we need to understand people in their way of what's, what's your driving forces? Mm -hmm. Why do you get up in the morning and do the things you do? Yeah. Um, so yes, there is a shift. And I also think that it's more, I mean, if, if you look at, uh, we don't have to take the analogy in sports because take the analogy of, um, of a of a band of a we could say a rock band yeah i mean how can it be that there is there is a person sitting 
every morning before he or she goes to work and so on. And they're, they're, they're working on their guitar or they're working on the drums or whatever. Well, they have the passion for it. Yeah. And when you put, I mean, if you put five people in a band that's really passionate about playing, in this case, rock, mm. you will have an extraordinary band and you will sell tickets to, to whatever. And sometimes they say, well, we don't do it for the tickets. No, they do it because they want to share their kind of music. Yeah, exactly. The good thing for them is mm. they will have the money yeah. to to be able to do it again. And I, I think you could take that one and just add it into any company. Absolutely. If, if, if you have, if you have um, sometimes I'm, I'm giving the analogy of you're an orchestra. Mm. So you're having the, the, the guy or the person standing in front being the dirigent. Mm. I mean, it doesn't matter if I'm on the cello, if I'm on the trombone of just uh, the small triangle, mm. I'm as equal as important yes. because the people who come to listen need everything. Yeah, It's not about how much you do, it's when you do it, with the quality you do it, mm. how much you train for it, with the passion and engagement. Mm. It will sound great. Let's, let's listen once more. Yeah. So, and so yes, definitely what I would say is the the companies and I'm, I'm talking from a company perspective mm. some companies are having excuses because they think it's hard to measure that kind of work mm. and i would challenge them yeah it hard it's hard to measure system wise because there is no no evident input to show you the output but what if you don't measure uh, numbers? What if you don't measure uh, money? What if you don't measure uh, percentage, but you measure something else? There is a way of measuring. You can measure, I don't know, blood pressure on people. You could measure uh, how many hours they actually do work or do not work. How many hours do they spend together in, in having a coffee or having lunches? Because if people and companies are having more more, spending more lunches together, then they will talk more together and they will work better together. So there's always a way of measuring how we getting ahead. Uh, so I definitely think that what you're talking about is what we need to be aware of in the future or now and into the future, actually. Absolutely. And I, I think it's, it's really interesting uh, that you are so into the passion. I love the analogy with the band. Uh, and, and, and uh, you know, I think that we, we, we are really good at having a great imagination when we are kids. You know, when you sing, you have the invisible audience there. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do, you are doing is as if you are up and running and yeah. being successful. Yeah. And, you know, and some, somewhere on the path, now it becomes like everyday business you do the things yeah. you have imagination is shut down you work with what you have in front of you and you if the results isn't there it isn't there <laughs> you do the change you need to do to get results and you know it becomes like yeah. i think that if we are good at imagination when we are kids mm -hmm. we should be pros when we are adults yeah and uh, i mean uh, i i have my own i haven't this is uh, just a way of seeing at some things and i haven't any proof of it but it's like you said i'm the, the brain that we have is really good at imagining things, up, uh, especially up to six years old. Yeah. So just take a look at the, I mean, one of the best uh, studies you could do, just go to kindergarten. 
Yeah. And just see the kids. I mean, you could put almost any kid with every every other kid, and they will find a way of actually playing together. Yeah. So, but then we start school, and this isn't about the the teachers are doing wrong in the school, but we are putting ourselves in 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 a bench, and you need to raise your hand, or you just shut up. Mm. And we do that for nine years, twelve years, study ahead, fifteen years, eighteen years. And then you're coming out to, and you're coming to my office and I say, oh, it's a pity that Mats isn't more uh, interested. And so, well, you know what? He's been told for the last 15 years to sit down, shut up. And the only way you should answer is by raising your hand. And if you answer wrong, I will tell you you're wrong. Mm. So there's, so, I mean, this part of the system that we are being trained in is actually not contributing to having the full imagination. Yeah. Exactly. So, but I, I totally agree. Let's have more imagination. Let's have more fun about yeah. w- what is actually possible with the, with the things you're doing. Exactly. So, so, so to come to that clarity on, for your first part of your, of your, like have a clarity of your goals, have clarity of yeah. your goals, but let that be something that intrigues you. Let that be something yeah. that comes from like a yes, you know, you yes. want this. Uh, let that kid inside you become alive again. You, I mean, yeah. really. And and, yeah. and and have a, you know, I'm putting the words here, but correct me, please. Yeah, sure. Uh, having the, the, the staff, the other people, the, the customers in that vision. <laughs> let, yeah. let everybody be involved in that which you are creating. And, and I think that's, you know, what do we need to measure on the journey to be able to, to see that we are going on that? Mm. I think we have touched on, you know, the, the the important parts here. Is there anything else that you see that we are missing when we do the work? Is that something that tends to come up? You, you said before, mm. you know, people don't do the work. I mean, mm. you know, but even if we start doing the work, is there something there that we miss that we don't really have the right mindset around or something that is you have noticed this isn't working? Um, <clears throat> some, sometimes when we're working with, I mean, when we're working with, with, uh, with the board of management and they say, we need to encourage people to try. And I mean, uh, we got a long way to the roof and they have all those sayings. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that we actually, we're missing to encourage people to, to fail. And there are some companies in the world uh, who say that we we encourage people to fail, but I think that the managers and I don't know if I'm talking only for the Scandinavian and some of the companies in Europe we've been working with, but as a manager, you don't want to go to your manager and tell him or her that you know what we failed. Mm. Okay. So there there is um mm. uh, there's a, there's an ego there's a personality yeah. that's I don't want to fail, mm. and. I can understand that one because I don't want to fail either. I want to, I want to, I want to show the world that I can contribute, but it should be more accepted because there is no way that I can go through life without a failure. There is no way that I can go through life without, sorry, having to disappoint someone. Yeah. But the thing is, I'm not doing that on purpose. I'm not doing it on purpose. And if we as, as not only leaders, but as human beings can understand that, you know what, if, if I'm playing in the band, 
in a in if I was playing the drums and I hit the drum um, by mistake, sometimes I didn't do it to ruin the song. Mm. Sorry, mm. I did it. So you don't have to ask me afterward. Why did you ruin the song? Mm. Well, you know what? I didn't wake up and said today I'm going to ruin it. Mm. And it's the same in companies. There, there's there's all almost I would say there's no one who's actually waking up, going to work with an ambition of today I'm going to ruin the day for my colleagues. Mm. No, you go and and you go with a mindset. I'm going to do my best. Or some people don't have the mindset of doing the best, but they're doing the job. And when they have someone giving them feedback, the thought is, so you don't think I'm doing my best? Yes, I do. So I would say what's missing is the arena of learning. I mean, a mistake is not a, the end of the world. A mistake is actually our time to, to correlate or to, to work with the GPS. Okay, we need to adjust. So actually, it's uh, it's it's the biggest learning we could have. Um, a good a good friend of mine, uh, Johan Els Nielsen, who climbed the seven summits. Oh. When he was going to do that for the first time, what he actually did was he went to the people who'd done it, and asked him, "Could you write down the ten biggest mistakes I shouldn't do?" So he had a list of okay, taking oh. care of, taking care of, taking care. So I mean, it's it's easy, yeah. but we need to do it and we need to live it. Mm. Mm. So, so the the question is, how do you create that kind of climate? How do you create, yeah. uh, you know, how, because it's so much in the leaders, the leadership, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. So, so how do we create? How do we, as leaders, become aware? Because sometimes we are not aware that we are creating mm -hmm. a climate that is, you know, limiting because we are just want everything to work, want everything to function, mm -hmm. and could be a little too, you know unconsciously tightening up people a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, so what do you think is the thing that we need to be aware of? Um, I think, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a hard question to just say this is it. But <clears throat> first, first of all, I mean, if, going back to what we started with, mm. role models. Yeah. Uh, finding your role models, examples of role models, and being a role model. So when when you when you're doing when you're making a mistake, uh, don't try to hide it, shove it on the carpet and so on. And you know what? Look, I made a mistake. Uh, this is it. Sorry. Uh, let's let's do it like this. Not to be um, what do you say? Not to be nonchalant. Not to not to put it like like a small thing. Mm -hmm. Because if you make a mistake, it could affect people. So you have to be genuinely in, mm. in, in your excuses and so on. But I mean, you could be the role model. Uh, and you could also, if you're doing something, you could say, you know what? There are some mistakes that we've done previously. So I know that there will be mistakes to open up the, the doors of when we have them, let's put it on the table so we can work with them. So, but I, I would go back to finding the role models, mm. being a role model, um, and also getting people involved in how do we want to work with the deviations and mistakes or, um, because maybe, maybe, maybe it's in the word mistakes that we, that we get lost. Because if we, if we make mistakes, we, we're not doing it on purpose. 
So we're having some kind of discrepancy or deviation from, from the, the path we were going down on. So if we don't put the, the, the language of mistakes and the strong feelings in, did you make a mistake today? No, oh. Um, so if, if we change the wordings, yeah, in it. but I would say role models again. Yeah. And then you have the role models in communication as well. Yeah, exactly. So, so to communicate this, uh, talk about it. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I think it's a good tip to change the framings around it. Perhaps have another word for it. You know, a yeah. learning experience. You had learning experience. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, to 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 take down the the you know to be a realist because as you say, it yeah. can affect people, can affect the results, can affect the clients, and and so forth. But hey, uh, we learn and grow. We, we learned, and it, it's it's uh, uh, there are some words in in our in our vocabulary that's got a lot of tension in it. It's yeah. like um, sometimes when people say we're going to do a change program, I say, "Ooh, we're going to do changes again." Yeah. Well, what if we say we're going to do um, uh, improvement program? So you mean change? Yeah, but the thing is, we haven't done any change program with the intention of not getting better. So every change we're doing is ambition of getting better. So why don't we call it uh, improvement program? Yeah. So in, in the wordings, not to have so much tension. Yeah, that's great. Um, mm. but, but still, it's easy to say. And yeah. we learned with some of the vocabularies and some of the words. So get the people involved. Mm. You coach me, I coach you. Mm. Just give me the finger. You know what you said? Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. And then we go ahead. Yeah. Great. We can make change our own. That's right. That's yeah. right. So if you got the the, the mic uh, and the full uh, attention from the business community, what would be your what would be your main message? I would I would go back to what we started with. Smile. Uh, <laughs> start with a smile. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, when we're in the boardrooms and when we're in the management rooms, many people talking about they're going to have fun at work. Uh, but I would say that I seldom see really, really fun work because it's more, I need to do this. Uh, and maybe in the times where we are right now, um, I need to go to the next meeting. Uh, in five minutes, uh, it's next Teams meeting or Zoom meeting or whatever it is. But that hasn't actually changed because it was the same before. So I would say have fun and include people and I would encourage people to have fun uh, and start measuring the things that's their internal passionate driving forces. You have that one on the table, you will have the results. Uh, if you only measure money, you will only have money. If you measure the other ones, you will have both the encouragement and you will have the money. So, I mean, uh, the, the story about you, you get what you measure is, I think it's more true than ever. That's a great message. Great <laughs> message. So, uh, thank you a lot, Matthias. Uh, I think this has thank been you. wonderful. Uh, and uh, it's been great having you on. Uh, hope to have you on again. Uh, sure. <laughs> down the road, share some more experience and new topics. Uh, you are you have so much uh, experience, so it's always great talking to you.
We don't have to wait 27 years. <laughs> no, let's not do that. No. <laughs> so thanks again, Matthias. And, and thank you, everybody, for watching or listening. And uh, see you again next time. Until then, have a great week and time. Same to you. Bye.